Welcome back, everybody. This is Eric here with Iraq Veteran 8888. All right, today I'm going to post a quick solo gun gripe. This is not the thing that I typically do with gun gripes, but I thought this was a pretty condensed subject and didn't really require a lot of discussion. So I want to kind of dive right in and I want to discuss <laughs> okay, should you carry a stock pistol as your carry pistol or should you have some crazy, bougie, tricked out carry gun? This is a subject matter that, it, you know, it's it's subject to a lot of contention. You know, people tend to have a lot of varying opinions on this. I know I have an opinion on it. I'm going to articulate my reasoning for why I feel the way that I do, and we'll discuss both avenues a bit. And I think you'll come away from this video maybe understanding my perspective a little bit. And this is based on years of experience and stuff, but, you know, I'm, I'm curious to know what y'all think too. So throughout this video, leave me some comments down below, get the discussion going, and I'd like to know what you all think. Before we get started, I would like to thank our friends at Griffin Armament for supporting today's video. They are a veteran-owned and operated suppressor company that makes some amazing stuff. Definitely check them out. they got some awesome mounting systems that make changing out your can to different guns super easy, super quick. Uh, their meme game is definitely on point. They make a lot of great videos themselves. Definitely follow them on social media and check them out. And from one veteran to another... Thank you guys so much for supporting what we do in the Second Amendment community and supporting our content here on the channel. So check them out, Griffin Armament. Big thanks to you guys so much for the support. Okay, so my opinion, I, I, look, I'm of the opinion that I tend to want to carry a relatively stock gun, all right? Now, the reason, now I've got, these are actually a few of my carry pistols that I've got here on the table. Um, we'll start with, I suppose we can just go down the, the line and start with our Glock here. So this is a Glock 19X. All right, this is in a, one of the We the People leather holsters. Um, really cool. All right. Let's go ahead and make sure this bad boy's clear. Clear chamber. All right, good to go. So this is a Glock 19X. All right, you can see that this gun doesn't have any type of a slide rider or a sight. This one is even cut for, for an optic. Okay, it does have a set of factory night sights. You know, pretty basic gun. All right, you know, it's got the standard trigger. Everything's good. Uh, I love this particular pistol, and it is one of my favorite carry guns. I carry this freaking thing all the time, especially in the winter when I can conceal it real deep and everything like that. You know, it is a double stack. You get a fair amount of shots in the mag. Um, it's one of my favorite handguns. I absolutely love this pistol. I shoot it well. It shoots right where I'm looking. I feel very, very confident of being able to protect myself with it. Um, it's a gun that, that I absolutely love, okay? But again, pretty basic gun. There's not really a whole lot going on here other than maybe the night sights being something that's not standard on, on most Glocks, although on this Glock, I believe the night sights are standard, okay? We'll go down the line here. This is my SIG P365, okay? Of course, this is a fantastic gun. Now, this one is cut for a uh, optics mount. You can put the red dots on there. So you can see that this gun also does not have a red dot. It does have factory night sights, which are quite good. The trigger is nice. You can see that this gun does not have a light or any type of gizmos on it. Okay, pretty basic carry gun, right? But I carry the hell out of this gun and I love it. It's one of my favorites. And you can see the holster I've got is, a, is definitely a very minimalist style of holster. And I regret to inform you, I don't even remember who makes this little holster. I think Blade Tech or someone like that. It wasn't a very expensive holster, 
But I do like this when I'm trying to conceal something really small. And the nice thing about the P365 is that it's still a double stack pistol. So it holds a decent amount of shots. It's got a great trigger. And you know what? This gun leaves very little to be desired for me. I don't feel the need to gooshy it out. And we're going to get there. Okay, don't worry. <laughs> All right, we're going to go down the line. This is my other uh, main carry gun. This is my Smith & Wesson Performance Center Shield. Uh, this is an older single stack unit. Now this gun, okay, it has had some custom work done. It's had the full Robar texture done from Robar, which unfortunately they're not in business anymore, which sucks because they make a fine custom gun. It's had their Robar texture, uh, their black T finish or black gray finish. It's got the standard fiber optic sights that came on the gun. It has had some extended beaver tail work uh, that they did on this particular gun. And then all of the controls and the barrel have been nibixed for lubricity and for corrosion resistance. Uh, this gun also has an apex trigger bow in it. So it has an upgraded trigger. And wow, I mean, this is, this is a fantastic gun. This gun is ported. Um, I love this particular pistol. It, it is a straight shooter. It is a fantastic piece of gear. About the only thing I would change with this gun is to maybe take the um, fiber optics off and put actual night sights on it. But that's something I've yet to do. This particular holster right here is from Fat Boy Holsters. It's one of the fat guy holsters. It sits real low. Uh, you can really conceal this pistol very deep uh, inside the waistband. Okay, so these are my three main carry guns. You notice no optics, no fluff, no crazy things going on. So we'll talk about that a little bit. Optics. You know, some people love optics on their pistol, and 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 that's fine. I'm not saying that that you shouldn't carry a pistol with an optic. Um, I tend to just kind of prefer irons, keep it low profile. It's one less thing to break, right? Think about it like this: your child is suffering a medical emergency, and your panic, you have to go get in a vehicle and take them to the hospital. Let's just use this as a scenario, okay? You have two cars to choose from. One is your Honda Civic that every time you crank the crank it up, it 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 goes, it cranks, it's reliable, it's, it's good old standby, it's basic, not a whole lot can go wrong. Like, you know you can get in your Honda Civic and turn the key and the dang things are going to crank right up and take you to your destination. Now, it ain't going to be pretty while it does it. It ain't going to be cool while it does it, but it's going to do it. It's going to get you there. The other car is a custom, crazy vehicle with all kinds of stuff and, 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 and everything like that. And every fifth time you try to crank it, the battery's dead or, or, or some type of little gremlin exists, right? Wouldn't you prefer the more reliable vehicle to take you to the hospital, to take your kid in, in a time of need? I mean, so that's the way I approach guns. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've got a lot of crazy, bougie stuff. I mean, I love high-end carry guns. I mean, this particular uh, Smith is about as high-end as I go in terms of something I would actually carry, but that's because I have vetted this pistol over thousands of rounds if you have any idea how long it takes to put a thousand rounds through a single stack pistol that only has an eight shot magazine, it takes a lot of training and a lot of drawing and a lot of shooting to put that many rounds through a gun like this and a lot of dedication. But I have fired this pistol thousands of times. I've resprung it once already. So I've shot it enough to respring it. I love this pistol and it's well vetted and I know it works. It is 110% reliable. So if, you know, in this particular case, yes, I do carry a custom gun from time to time, but it has been extremely well vetted and extremely, extremely well taken care of. And I keep it clean, everything like that. Now, is that to say that that custom guns don't have, you know, a, a, a place in, as a carry gun? Well, that's not true. I mean, plenty of people carry guns with red dots and compensators and gadgets and gizmos and special finishes and all this sort of stuff. 
And I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. That's an awesome thing. Heck yeah. You know, carry whatever you want, run what you brung. Um, I'm not going to, I'm not going to mention who this was. Right. But I do have a couple of stories that, and and look, just, just kind of keep this in the back of your mind. Uh, one story was one that Chad shared with me one time about a friend of his who had a aftermarket trigger and a Glock pistol. Okay. I'm not going to say whose trigger it was. I'm not going to say what weight it was. Let's just say for the sake of this argument, it was an aftermarket trigger. Okay. Gun was sitting on the dresser. Somehow the dresser was jostled and the gun fell from the dresser. Well, what would you imagine happened? The damn thing went off. All right. Now I've never had a stock Glock fall off of a table and go off. Well, not that I've ever really, you know, gone out of my way to drop pistols and things, but I've never heard of a standard Glock with a standard trigger having an issue with not being drop safe. Okay. I mean, yeah, it's nice to have that, that, that lighter trigger, but at the end of the day, like I want the gun to be safe. I want it to be reliable. I want to know that it's going to work. So that's one instance is that story. Okay. Which is definitely something. Now, another situation is something that happened to me recently, and I'm not going to say where I was or who I was with, but a guy let me shoot a custom SIG. And I'm talking this thing is like a $4,000 SIG carry package with like all the fancy bells and whistles and all the, 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 the accoutrements added on the red dot side and, and the compensator and had all the enhanced controls and, and, and all this crazy stuff, like a complete custom carry gun, picked it up, went to fire the, the first uh, round out of the magazine um, the gun wouldn't work, something to malfunction. And he was like, oh, let me see it and took it back and was playing with it. And like a little screw had like come out of adjustment for some little fine adjustment that was on the pistol or whatever. And I'm thinking to myself, boy, if you really, if you, if you stuck this thing on your hip and just, and thought, wow, I got a $4,000 bougie carry gun. Um, you probably feel like you were the top of the world and, and, you know, you're going to be John Wick when someone tries to mess with you. But to think that some little tiny screw can just come out of adjustment and the trigger wouldn't work or something like you really want to trust your life to a, a, a little set screw that backed out. I, I just, I fail to see where having that level of adjustability in a carry gun is so necessary to the shooting experience that it's going to make the gun not reliable. You know why having a trigger that is super nice is so much so worth it that it's going to potentially make the gun not be reliable or not be safe. That's always been my concern about carrying something bougie and crazy is that, you know, you start adding a whole bunch of crap onto your freaking carry gun and things start going wrong. You're changing the weight of the gun. You're adding things to the gun. You're, you're asking the gun to do something it's not necessarily meant to do originally. And while that's not a problem, I guess my gripe here would be that if you are going to trust your life to something like that, you need to make sure it's well vetted. You don't need to just throw some part on your gun that you saw on freaking Instagram and then put the damn gun in your holster and assume that everything is good to go. No, you need to go out and shoot that freaking thing and make sure it works before you get yourself hurt. And I'm not trying to be a FUD here or anything weird like that. I get it. Like you like your John Wick stuff. Fine. Carry your John Wick stuff. It's all good. But I know one thing. When I pull this 19X out, this freaking thing barks, okay? And I don't ever have a single problem. I've never had a single malfunction out of this gun. And I like reliability. You know, if I'm in a situation where I have to deploy a gun and use it to defend myself, you better dang well believe that I want that gun to work, okay? That's all I'm saying here, boys and girls. I'm not saying don't add a bunch of fancy accoutrements onto your gun. I'm just saying you better vet them because everything you change is going to potentially potentially negatively affect the performance of your gun. Now, obviously the idea is that it should positively 
affect the performance. But don't assume just because you put some fancy part on there, it costs you 80 bucks that it's going to enhance the performance. It could actually be a detriment. So, you know, you just need to keep that in the back of your mind. Okay. So I think this got the point across quite well. This was sort of a little rant that I came up with and it was, it was because I posted a picture of myself um, with my Glock uh, 19X on my hip in this holster. And somebody was asking me, well, man, why don't you have a red dot sight? Do you, do you use a flashlight? Do you do this or do that? Well, we'll talk about flashlights real quick. Now, obviously, a weapons light is not necessarily going to change the way a gun operates. I mean, as long as your holster, um, such as this alien gear, you can see I've got an alien gear holster here that is set up for a Glock 19X with a weapons light. Okay, so as long as you have the appropriate holster uh, to carry the gun with. Now, you can see this is like a duty style holster, like a big tactical holster. Not very practical, but still an awesome piece of gear. Alien gear makes a fine holster. Okay. Um, but if you are going to carry a gun with a weapons light, make sure you have the proper holster with the right amount of retention and, and do a little training with it. So yeah, having a weapons light, that's no problem. I mean, I think a good carry pistol with a weapons light is a valid thing. You know, maybe a set of night sights, that's obviously going to always be valid. If you buy a stock Glock and you want to put night sights on it, by all means, that that's, that's not going to change the way the pistol operates. I'm talking about anything you do to change how the gun works. A different recoil guide rod assembly, a different trigger bow, a different sear, a different spring pack, right? A compensator, an aftermarket barrel, aftermarket magazines. I mean, look, anything you change from the way that gun left the factory, you need to vet it really, really, really well before you trust your life to it. That's all I'm saying. So... Hope you all have a great day. Many more videos on the way. I hope you enjoyed today's video. This was sort of just a quick solo gun gripe. I hope you understand. Uh, we have many more gun gripes on the way. I'm going to have a bunch of guests on the channel, so stay tuned for that. Um, thank you so very much for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed today's video. We'll see you soon.